0: So this is a power up episode. I actually recorded a full length episode, and then um, the fucking thing quit halfway through it, and it was really annoying. And that's not your problem, but it's I'm gonna do a makeup record. It was an interview, so I have to make up the second half of it, and I'll post it. So this is a mini in the meantime. Um, I'm calling it the self work vortex. So it's about when the pursuit of happiness or like doing work on yourself when that kind of turns dark or when you start to be like, why isn't it working? What's wrong? Why is it not changing and I'm unhappy and I like can't make progress and why am I not fulfilled? Because it's really hard to be yourself. You know, it takes work. And there's a lot of clutter and fog that gets in the way. And being pregnant right now, I can tell you, your physical body your hormones, your energy, your blood glucose has such a major role in how you perceive reality and how capable you are of being just able to, to be rational. So, like, there are a lot of unseen shifts that can be the difference between lightness and darkness in your life, in your actual physical body and otherwise, which kind of change the channel on your brain, Um, So you can view your life totally differently, exactly as it is, just depending on just shifting your perspective. So that's kind of what I want to illuminate. I think when you start to get into a place of, why am I not seeing the change? Why am I so stuck? Why is this not happening faster? Why do I still feel like, meh? That state happens to a lot of people in the midst of when you're really um, driven to work on yourself. And I think part of it is because it becomes such a one-sided pursuit that you start to really resent anything that goes against it. It's like your focus becomes so intensely on what you want. It's like you start to feel claustrophobic around What isn't aligning with that or what isn't changing fast enough? Because often, really pervasive, holistic, positive change takes a lot, just relaxation, like relaxing and not forcing things. And it also takes time. So I think a lot of it has to do with not having so much stiffness and inflexibility in what it is you define as good, and correct for your life. And a lot of that comes down to um, remembering that today is just another day and you have a choice every single moment of today. You get to, to redefine every second, every instant, like right now. Right now you are creating what you are experiencing you're active you're alive you're being you're surviving you're you don't really have to change anything you just have to remember that there's a totally opposite way to look at exactly this moment right now just it's like you have to remind yourself to choose that alternate interpretation and a lot of people get stuck in like just they don't even realize it that they're getting stuck in thought loops Like, you might get stuck in a habit of feeling like everything's not good enough and focusing on how you wish it was better. And, like, I think especially when you're doing self-work, you start to focus on this moment in the future and imagining what that moment should be. And every single moment you're in, therefore, is falling short because your habit of thought has become so future-based. That actually negates and um, degrades the experience you're having right now, just vicariously. And that's something no one really tells you when you're doing like self work it's it is so goal oriented. so it's like no one reminds you of that. no one talks about that. So I think a lot of us feel like, well, I must be doing it wrong. Why isn't it working for me? And that's just the nature of when you get in the habit of being too heavily weighted in what will be versus what is and accepting what is. We're all searching for a deeper meaning. And in that process, we kind of get stuck atop the ice. You know, like like think of it like a frozen lake. We're searching for the deeper. We want the deeper so badly, but we kind of get stuck in this, the process of searching. You know, like the habit of thinking about what you want, removes you from a connection to what is deeper. Because you're stuck in your brain. You're stuck in the solving, the, the trying. Because when you try, you are actually resisting. It's like you're not one with your own existence. You're attempting to make like the moment or life something that it's not. So I think a lot of joy organically comes from accepting and not muscling and relaxing into just what the moment is and and reminding yourself like it can be good it can if you decide to let go of the the judgment part the active judgment of of saying I should be blank if you can just remind yourself to be like maybe I get to experience this moment as something positive it just becomes it it becomes so much more enjoyable and you just lose the extra work of having to feel shitty like we we create that for ourselves we create so much i would say the majority of the pain we experience is created by us the majority of the unhappiness we experience is created by us and yes a lot of it comes from our circumstance and not being you know in a place that rewards us or doing things we want but i think the actual suffering is is very much created by this is not what I want and I want to change it so bad. It's just that mental worrying about it and hating on it that hurts us. So, of course, we have to set a course um, in our lives. So we have to set these goals and we can continue to hone them, like continue to revise our habits and Out and past that, I think an additional step we all have to take is actively choose what it is we want to focus on and validate and reinforce in our everyday present lives. The two tools I use the most often in my own life that I've put in podcasts before one is, let's turn the ship around, which is kind of like a little catchphrase. I say this to myself when I'm having a bad day. Or when I'm starting to have a bad day or when I'm in, like, a funk. Because it's a reminder to me, like, I can actually fucking spin the wheel and turn the entire day around. We we forget that. When we're in the moment and we're having a bad whatever, I think we go into a almost like we've gotten on the roller coaster that's going to take us through the rest of the things that are bad in our lives. And we forget that we actually have a choice. We don't have to continue the rest of that ride. We don't We don't know the rest of that day. You don't know the rest of what will come in like an hour from now. But in the moment, <clears throat> your brain tells you like, Nope, everything's shitty. Like, you go into Eeyore mode, and then you become a victim of that thought process. But at any step in in the day, at any stage of that thought process, you have a chance to change the course of events. Like, you can actually take that captain's wheel and spin it and do a complete 180. You can have an amazing day right after the beginning is the worst day ever you can absolutely do that we just forget that because we get into the groove of thinking and now everything's ruined so i want you to start to take note of those moments or those those instances in your own life in your journal or in your phone just the days when maybe they they started off really bad and then Everything changed course, and you successfully recovered. You successfully changed the rest of your day. Just so you know that it's happening all the time, you are completely capable of it. It's just you don't remember them, you know? You probably remember um, pain more. I think we all do. Additionally, I want you to just remember <clears throat> that often your emotions don't mean anything at all. Like a mood, a a feeling of ambivalence, a feeling of meh, um, sometimes that just happens. Or like it could be, I call them ghost feelings. It could be like this old feeling you get all, you know, during really cold winters. It could be something that's just like, you know, you're hormonal or you've been eating a certain ingredient. It doesn't, my point being, we always validate and therefore intensify the loops of thinking we have. And we, a lot of us have resistance to feeling um, unhappy or ambivalent. And as soon as we start to resist it and we think like, oh, shit, something's wrong. What is it? What's wrong? That makes it stronger. So try and remind yourself in those moments, maybe it's nothing. Maybe it doesn't mean anything. I get to decide whether or not I want to validate this feeling and whether I want to like invite it in for tea and sit and chat with it because it's like if it's not serving you, maybe, maybe don't choose to pay it any mind. I know a lot of us have baggage around feelings, you know, like um a feeling of uh being alone can trigger a lot of old feelings of of terror from like a certain age. Like you might get a triggered feeling around just feeling ambivalent or feeling bad or feeling, um, you know, meh. That can trigger a feeling of, oh, no, something's wrong. I've got to fix it. Why is my life shitty? How How do I fix my life? And that feeling is much more intense. So it's just the reaction sometimes that is in itself the core of the bad feeling. The reaction is what creates it. Um, so it's like that resistance to, us. It, it feels like a sense of dread. Like, I can't, but I, no, 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 I can't feel this. I can't feel this. Like, um, yeah, like I think terror, you know. Whenever you feel something like that, like, oh, no, how do I change this? I, usually that's a sign of something old. The other tool I use all the time for myself is just like I ask myself, what do I need to do to take care of myself? If you're ever in a shitty state or you're ever in a state where you're like, I don't know what to do. I feel angry. I feel lonely. I feel um, overwhelmed emotionally. I feel whatever. Whenever you're in one of those emotions that paralyze you um, and you don't know how to help yourself or I think what most people get stuck in is just like complete paralysis from I don't know what to do. Because I have so much to do and they all don't seem like the right thing to do. And like, should I do this? I don't know. Should I go to a yoga class? I don't know. Should I go, should I call somebody? I don't, I have no idea. No idea how I feel. I don't have any instincts. So in those moments, I always ask myself, what do I need to do to take care of myself? And the correct answer is the first thing that comes to mind. Any positive action. As long as you're taking an action, that is your only job. And you don't have to solve for if it's the right thing. It doesn't matter. You don't have to solve from for an hour from now, or you don't have to you know analyze if it was the correct thing to do. Because it's like in the grand scheme of things, it's all equal. Your thoughts of narration are the thing that is a really bad habit that can become um, your life. Like narration can become can can suck up so many hours. And judgment of like, what if? Is this the right thing? Is this this the bad thing to do? It's like, that's all wasteful, and it's unnecessary. And it's like creating um, waste. Because maybe in that moment, uh, the best thing you can do is sit silently and listen to the sound of your breath. That's a perfectly good use of time, is just trying to quiet your mind. And I like to think of things in, like, you know, olden days when there were just the stars. That was the TV of the world were the stars. Think about how many hours people just spent staring at the sky and maybe singing, strumming a guitar, whatever, chewing on some wheat. That's—time is, like, very well spent just observing the world and, and observing your body. You don't have to fill it, and you don't have to be, you know, so packed with things on your schedule. If anything, that's the thing that's put, it's the hamster wheel. You, You don't realize it at the time, but you're like, you're running in circles, and that's really how you get in the habit of wasting your own time. And in the moment you're in, let's say the moment right now, know that any judgment you have of your life and where you are, any, like, it should be blank, is not improving anything. And the habit of doing that is is actually, like, um, it's a ruse. Because it's keeping you doing exactly the same thing. It's keeping you where you are right now. And it's also increasing kind of a negative reinforcement of, you know... It's increasing the negativity you perceive. When we judge and we narrate, we stagnate. It's counterproductive. So just remind yourself gently that's not helpful. And it's like you're playing with dolls in the corner instead of, like, talking to the people in the room. So for anyone out there who makes aggressive plans for yourself, like overschedules yourself, and has extensive to-do lists and super goal-oriented. I want you to know that when you start to book or schedule your future from the past. Like you've booked out your you know, weekend. You've booked out your tomorrow. In general, that sets up a habit of you always being behind. It's almost like you've, you've, you've already taken away your experience of that day. You've stolen your opportunity to experience it and just live it because you're already playing catch up. So if you look at that from like a life ratio standpoint, that is how you will exist. You're catching up with the to-do list. That's what your life looks like. Wherever your focus goes, your life goes. So if you are focusing on what you're going to do tomorrow or what you have to accomplish tomorrow in accomplishing lists, that is what your majority of your life will look like. Same goes for if you're focusing on what's not yet happened in your life. That will become the way you exist every day. It's it's just because it becomes a habit. It becomes an everyday thing of like, I think about every day what I want in the future. That just becomes the what your life is made of. So my point is... B- take a step back and live today and accept today as good and valid. Because if you're not in it, living it here in your body, you are cheating yourself and you're letting so much of what is good and what is actually visceral and memorable pass you by. And just in, in the simple gesture of choosing to aspire to allow yourself to value um, being in the moment and not judge it, as, as simple as, and as plain as it might be, that changes your appreciation of it. Just the goal, just having a goal of like, I want to savor being in the moment as it is now. And once you start to get, I think, practiced in being comfortable in the present and not judging it, it's pretty magical. Like, It's almost like the moment of quiet when you're under the bathwater. It's like, wow, this is me moving around in this body. I'm in this moment. I can feel things, touch things, taste things, smell things. I can feel these sensations on my skin. Isn't that amazing? It's kind of a miracle. So the goal is to get to a balance where you're not creating so much structure for yourself that you can't just be in your body and be human and play in the mud and and being accepting of not doing anything and having emptiness because I do feel like when we are, are so active all the time like we're tweeting or we're posting or we're checking Instagram or whatever it is that existence is always I would say like on top of the ice You're still existing in the solving part of yourself. You're not in the deeper part of yourself. So I think you need as much as you can to balance that ratio and create emotional and spiritual and psychic space for yourself, whatever the fuck that means. (laughs) Just like having emptiness and room for the other part of you that is not you know, on a fucking thought loop all the time. Because there's a lot to be gained and sensed that you can't arrive at just through thinking. And I would say, like, yes, goals are important. Yes, making sure you're aligning yourself with those goals and making sure you're taking steps towards those goals, it's all important. But maybe a lot of life is really about just being a human and experiencing things and not actually muscling them, not putting them under a microscope. Maybe they don't have to mean so much. Maybe things don't have to mean so much at all. And I think taking the pressure off of, you know, the right thing or the perfect thing or the um, winning, like... Maybe life, the purpose of life isn't to do that. Maybe it's to just not feel bad or lesser or just to be comfortable and kind of, you know, like you're in one of those little paddle boats. Like, go at your own speed and and decide as you feel it what it is you really want. Because I think when we're in the habit of pursuing, we stop really seeing and knowing and feeling what we actually want. And it changes. Like If you get too caught up in the goal, you might get there and be like, wait a minute, what? Did I, did I want this? I forgot. It just took me a long time to get here, and I don't really remember why I started. I think I chose, I said I should, you know? So I hope that made sense. And I would say, if you are in kind of a self-work vortex where you're feeling like, I've been on a hamster wheel, and it's not working, and I don't like this, and why, is, why am I not good at it? I'm reading all these success stories on Instagram. Just start small. Always start by making one very tiny step in a positive direction and then feel like I fucking won today. I like have, when I do one thing on my to-do list, I'm a success and I try and keep them as short as possible. Because if you make one thing better, one thing in your control, I don't care what it is, if it's your nails, if it's mailing the letter you had to mail, Appreciate that. That is a win. Now, create another win. And if you uh, want a cheat sheet, like a cheat for feeling better or feeling like less stuck or less ambivalent, if you say, if you do one kind thing for another person, that is always a step in the right direction. And it immediately feels like it. It's a pain in the ass and it feels like impractical. But if you, for example, paid for somebody, like, at a toll road behind you, that is an immediate way to, like, feel like your day was a success. Just any kind gesture that's ab- abnormal will am- always make you feel like, all right, my day, I did something great. So that's the cheat version of one small positive step. So in closing, I wanted to thank my latest sponsors, Adam Thank you so much. And I loved your letter. And Jessica and Mary, thank you so much. And don't forget to smile. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery.